0: Four Strategies for Funding Projects Large or Small, a podcast by Nancy Fulton. In this podcast I address four strategies I think every creative pro needs to know in order to fund endeavors both large and small. If you visit nancyfultonmeetups.com and become a Creative Pro subscriber, you will get instant access to dozens of videos and workbook resources that provide in-depth step-by-step instructions that address all these funding methods. As well as access to selected interactive online events. The point of this overview is to help you understand several common funding options and to review when each option might be appropriate for a given project. Now, let's talk about raising money by selling your current work. The very best way to fund new projects is with the profits made from your previous activity. This funding method lets you retain full ownership and control of your intellectual property and it ensures you can continue to build a paying audience you can rely on to fund your work for years to come. If you are a producer, writer, actor, or screenwriter you should be creating new content all the time and you should be actively working to sell that content as well. Learning all the ways in which you can sell your work, and knowing what kind of people love what you do, is what gives you the skills and builds the audience you need to do what you love for a living. Understanding that you should be creating and selling all the time gives you a tremendous amount of creative freedom. It allows you to stop waiting for permission to create, waiting to find your fans, and waiting to earn money from what you love doing. Film producers can choose to produce plays, documentaries, or under 10k feature films in a matter of months while working to get multi-million dollar projects made. They can do interview series or mockumentaries. Writers and graphic novelists can sell books their books through IngramSpark, kdp.amazon.com, Smashwords, Gumroad, Medium.com, and other delivery mechanisms as well. Screenwriters can create podcasts that drive people to their website, produce full-cast audiobooks, or write and produce plays. Actors can act, do stand-up, produce and appear in one-man shows, create podcasts that incorporate their performances and the work of others. In short, they should always be working on productions of their own as they work to get cast by others. Artists can sell posters, comic books, digital environments, digital characters, etc. Creative pros who don't want to self-produce or publish, can choose to play key creative and marketing roles on group projects they join they can find effective people producing and publishing the kind of work they want to do, and they can contribute their skills in return for co-creator credits. This can allow them to figure out what works financially and what doesn't, who their fan base is, and how to reach their customers, without taking on all the expense and risk on their own. Learning how to create and distribute your work, gives you an excuse to learn how to use Facebook, Twitter, Outbrain, Taboola, Fiverr, and other resources to market it effectively. It helps you learn how to sell tickets, build a mailing list of customers that love your work, and sell whatever you create whenever you want. Writers who publish only through publishers usually don't get reader contact information. Filmmakers who produce only for studios or sell their work only through distributors don't get customer contact information either. You really do need to learn how to find and contact customers directly if you want to be sure you can make a living doing what you love for the rest of your life. If you visit nancyfultonmeetups.com and become a pro subscriber, you can watch a one-hour video that covers swiftly packaging and selling your work through more than 20 companies that sell your work across the US and worldwide. Now let's talk about raising money from the fans and the general public through donation-based crowdfunding and pre-sales. The common wisdom is that crowdfunding is hard, but it isn't if you already have a crowd. Crowdfunding is nothing more than the pre-sale of a product or service you plan to deliver. Every play and concert you've ever seen has been crowdfunded, because people start buying the tickets while the play is in rehearsal and long before the band has gone on stage. Crowdfunding through Indiegogo and Kickstarter and all the other donation-based crowdfunding platforms will work for you if you have a crowd who actually wants what you plan to sell. You have two options when it comes to crowdfunding. Option 1, start a crowdfunding campaign when you know exactly what you want to sell, have a swift and cost-effective plan to create it, and know the names and email addresses of several dozen, or several hundred, people you want to sell it to. If you have previously sold your finished work to lots of people, your past happy customers are the best people to approach with your crowdfunding campaign. Funding from these early adopters makes it easier to get people you don't know to fund the project through Facebook, YouTube, and other ads. Option 2. Start your crowdfunding campaign when you can easily acquire a contact information for hundreds or thousands of people who share a strong common interest or need and when you have defined and planned production on a product or performance that meets that need. For example, if you can reach 5,000-plus parents who have kids who would love a Christmas fairy play, it makes sense to crowdfund the production of that play. You have an audience ready and waiting. Make sure that when you price your crowdfunded projects, you make them cost what people normally pay for what you plan to sell, and if you want to incentivize early support do not drop your price add extra perks instead. For example, you might decide to give the first 100 parents who buy tickets, a fairy tale book that memorializes the story. You can get that printed very cost effectively through services like lulu.com. Also make sure you don't start crowdfunding operations late in the year. The income is paid to you as regular business income, and if your crowdfunding campaign ends November 30th, you only have a month to spend the money. Normally. Any money left after that point you will have count as income and you will have to pay taxes on it. In a worst-case scenario your state and local government might end up with 30% of the money you get from a crowdfunding campaign. When you crowdfund projects, you retain sole ownership of the intellectual property and full control of the project. Now let's talk about accepting equity investment. I'll start by saying I am not an attorney so you should not rely on the information I am presenting as legal advice. You must work with qualified securities attorneys and tax advisors to build companies that accept investment in order to avoid significant expenses, risks, and possible penalties. Whenever you offer someone a percentage ownership of your business in exchange, or the opportunity to participate in the success of your company based upon how much they invest in your business you are creating an investment. And this transaction is governed by the rules of the Securities and Exchange Commission, as well as many state and federal laws. When you want to accept investment from under 35 wealthy people you know personally who qualify as accredited investors, you can work with an attorney to draw up required investment documents. When you want to raise money from more than 35 people, or you want to be able to raise investment through advertising, you will likely use the SEC's Regulation CF or Regulation D exemptions. Raising money from accredited and non-accredited investors via Regulation CF Selling copies or access to your finished work lets you retain ownership of your work, and when you use donation-based crowdfunding to fund a project you also retain ownership of the work. When you raise money from equity investors for a project, those investors do have some ownership of the work and or some ownership of the revenue derived from it. Recently the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission created Regulation CF, often called Reg CF, which allows investors to put money into your projects in return for a share of the money the project generates or partial ownership of the business. Regulation CF allows you to accept investment amounts as little as $100 from people who aren't wealthy as well as up to $100,000 investments from folks who have lots of money. Investors don't have to be accredited. You can raise up to $1 million a year, and you can advertise your investment. All Reg CF campaigns have to go through a RegCF platform like StartEngine.com or WeFunder.com. You sign up on the platform, post a completed form C which fully reviews the risks of the investment, And then you can run ads or send emails that tell people to check out your offering on the platform. Your ads, emails, or events for promoting the investment should only describe the creative aspects of the project. When people want to find out how much they can earn, you must refer them to your offering on the Equity Investment Platform. And if they want to ask questions, you have to answer them there. Regulation CF campaigns are a great way to promote a great project to thousands or millions, of investors nationwide. You should work with an attorney and a tax advisor to make sure you are obeying all the Reg CF rules before, during, and after you raise money. You have to set up an LLC or a C corporation, and that is the entity that accepts the investment. Make sure they understand the tax implications to you and to your investors of owning and operating the kind of business you create and fund you can offer special incentives to help people invest more. For example, people that give you $10,000 might earn the right to bring their kits to set for a day. People who invest $100,000 might earn the title executive producer. Reg CF campaigns work best when you keep your plan simple, straightforward, and easy to execute. You can learn more about how to execute a Reg CF campaign by Ruby becoming a pro subscriber and reviewing the how to raise money from investors workbook and video which also cover regulation d private placements. Raising an unlimited amount of money in a year from investors using regulation d 506. In the 1930s the SEC was formed to crack down on the sale of investments. This created the big exchanges where big companies sell their stock every day and a whole host of rules these companies have to follow. But a series of exemptions, 504, 505 and 506, were carved out to let small groups of people get together to do projects. Most people do Reg 506 because it doesn't require you to register with the state of California, only the federal government. If you want to raise millions to fund a project, you will almost certainly be using 506. First you work with an attorney to set up a company, LLC or C-Core. Then you work with a securities lawyer to create a private placement memorandum which is a disclosure document that details the risks of your project and explains all the ways in which people can lose their money. There's a subscription agreement where people sign on the bottom line and specify how much they will give and what they own. There's an investor certification document investors sign which avows they are accredited and competent to make this choice. There is also a form for any involved financial advisors to sign to indicate they don't have a sweetheart deal with a company to bring them investors in return for financial compensation. You can place projects you are funding with Reg D506 on equity crowdfunding platforms. Slated.com is the largest dedicated just to film and if your project is very good you can qualify for their executive producer program where they actively introduce you to investors. When you reach out to producers you can give them a link to the platform where they can see your video, your team, and other details. If you follow the rules for a Reg g 506 c you can advertise your investment. Remember, If you have one or more private investors who just want to give you a few hundred thousand to produce your project you can work with an attorney to do that without going through the Reg D or Reg CF processes. Note that you want to work with your attorney to handle any stock given to cast or crew because these are non-accredited investors and the SEC very much wants to protect them. Also, you may create tax hassles for them even if your project doesn't go forward. After you raise money for a project using Reg CF or Reg D 506, you have an ongoing legal responsibility to investors. You have to report to them regularly, file taxes, and pay them the money you owe them. For a film, usually investors start getting paid after any bank loans and union dues are paid, and they are fully repaid before they start splitting incoming revenue with the producer. When you don't fulfill your obligations regarding these matters, investors can report you to the SEC who can both fine you and put you in prison. The tricky thing is that this can happen years after the investments are made. So you have to make sure you handle all these transactions by the book or you'll be looking over your shoulder for years. If you are going to raise money from investors for a film, specifically, there is a development process you have to go through to ensure your film is fundable. If you don't know exactly what you have to do in which order and why, review the video and workbook that cover how to develop, cast, fund, produce, and guarantee distribution for a million-dollar-plus movie. None of these operations are rocket science, and they are organized in order of ease to execute. The single most important thing you need to remember is that having an audience that loves your work and knowing exactly how to reach them is key to your success. If you know 10,000 people who will buy something from you for twenty dollars. You have $200,000 in your pocket. If you can sell them multiple $20 products, you have millions in your pocket. Paying customers, not donors or investors, are your key to wealth. Every other method of raising money for your project, crowdfunding, RegCF, is vastly more successful and significantly cheaper when you have an audience that already loves you and your work, and you can reach them easily. Famous actors, writers, directors, and others are paid well because they bring a paying audience with them to every project. As creative pros we often think we need someone to give us permission to be creative, write, produce, act, perform, but in reality we just need to realize the folks all around us are the funders we have been looking for. When you can find a small audience of 100, or 1,000, that loves your work you will have the information you need to find 10,000 or a million. Once you have the audience, any of these funding methods will work well. When you don't know who likes your work, why they like it, what words slash images trigger them to buy it, and can't prove there is a market for your work, none of the methods will work well. If you have questions about the information presented here, and want to review the workbooks and materials created to support this presentation, visit www.nancyfultonmeetups.com and become a pro subscriber. Remember you can always email nancy at nancyfultonmeetups.com if you have questions on material I present.